This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Jason Burns and Access Church in Lakeland, Florida. For more information, visit access.tv. Access Church, thank you so much. And thank you, Pastor Jason, virtually, uh, for that introduction. I'm so excited. Are you excited that you're at church this morning? Anybody excited? I just... So excited you're here in person, online, if you're with us. We are so uh, glad that you're joining in. So my name's Isaiah. I get to serve as our youth pastor here. And let me tell you, it is an incredible thing uh, that I get to do and, and lead our student ministry. And let me tell you, we have the best of the best students. If you're in middle school or high school, we love you. We feel for you. Come on, as your church family, we feel for you, what you're going through. Uh, but we love you. And, and man, it's cool. Every Wednesday night, if you're not here, you don't have a young person, you need to know that this place, these middle sections get filled with students. Students lead worship. Students, some students have come to me and they're like, man, I want to learn how to preach. And, and so I know that God's working. I know this, that our next generation is going to have preachers that come out of Access Church. It's going to have leaders come out of Access Church. Come on, can we make some noise, show some love for our students? I need to say this. We have so many incredible young people, young couples, young singles, college students. We have few parents that serve every Wednesday night. They give of their time. They sacrifice to pour into this next generation. So can we make some noise for them, for all they do? It is incredible. Well, today we're going to kick off a series entitled Dream You, and so it's going to be incredible. We're going to discover in this series, what's God's dream for you in the area of relationships and finances? And so today I want to talk a little bit about relationships in general and even highlight uh, friendship, you know, that type of relationship. Pastor Jason's no rookie. Like, he knew not to give the youth pastor the week on romance, okay? Can hear? Amen. It would be... Weird up in here, but that's not where we're going today, but it's going to be fun, and I, and I hope you tune in and, and catch all of these principles over the next several weeks that we give to you. So let's pray, and then let's jump right in. Jesus, we love you. Thank you so much for an incredible day. Now speak to us. We love you. Everyone said? Amen. Amen. People are the worst. <laughs> what a way to start. A, people are the worst. Don't look at anybody in the room. Don't text anybody. I'm just simply stating a fact that sometimes people are the worst. Have you ever met somebody that's like super rude, super mean and angry? It's just like, yo, what, what happened? Now, I happen to be the youth pastor here, but I really try to be like understanding, you know, and sometimes I don't feel very pastoral when I meet people that are just real mean and rude. I try to understand like, what happened to you? <laughs> you know, like, who hurt you? Like, can, can I pray with you? I know we're in Publix, but can I just pray with you for a second? Because it's crazy. Sometimes people are just so mean and so, and so angry. And it's like, I don't know, did something happen today or in your past? Or like, like how'd you get this way? I try to understand, you know. Uh, sometimes people are just rude. I remember several years ago, a friend and I, we were at a, a fast food place and we were just getting some food. And no matter how many times you're at a place, sometimes you still just have to look at the menu. You know what I mean? Like, you know it probably hasn't changed, but you just need to see, like, yo, what do they have? Maybe I want something different, right? I'm a creature of habit, so typically I like the same old thing. But sometimes I just, I just want something different, right? And so I remember one time we were at a fast food place and, and my friend and I were just checking out the menu. And, you know, you always have to give space. If you're not ready to order, you give space, you know? And so I did. And I just remember uh, the lady, she just, out of nowhere, well, what do you want? And I was like, why is she so rude? Like, I don't understand. And now I'm like, I don't want nothing from you. And so I wanted to cuss her out, but I didn't cuss her out. Like, that's just not Christ-like. But I'm like, yo, what? Like, and so it became this running story between my friend and I over the years. Like, we, we still remember that. of Like, this lady just out of nowhere, well, what do you want? I'm like, why are you so rude? Like, it's crazy, man. People, they, they're the worst. Sometimes 
you know, all it takes is five minutes. You turn on the news and you can see some bad things that people have done because people are... Okay, yeah, you're with me. All right, but here's the thing. To the opposite, people are the best. You know, like people are the worst, but also they are the best. About a month ago, I read a story on ESPN, and there was an, an NBA player. He's making $38 million of ye- a year, and I was like, man, like, I miss my calling. But anyway, <laughs> he's making $38 million, and the story broke out that what he did was he sent to the arena that he's a player of, right? They have a home arena. He sent to all, it was a little over 450 employees. He sent them $50 and a handwritten card. And this was incredible. I thought this was an incredible demonstration of generosity and love in the Christmas season. And wouldn't you know it, because people are the worst, people were in the comments section and they were like, how could he do this? That's not enough. Like, I'm like, this is crazy. I know he makes 38 million a year, but nobody told him to do this, right? Like, he's just doing this out of the kindness of his heart. And I know it's a drop in the bucket compared to what he makes, but like, yo, come on, like, help this man out. So anyway, I just thought that was amazing. I had never heard of an NBA player doing that. I thought that was incredible. And I love nonprofits and companies that exist to help people with real needs because people, they're the worst, but people are the best. And sometimes out of a desire to see better for our world and our society, people will make these, these companies, these organizations that address real needs, and I love that. I love the fact that there's so many people that serve in education and the medical field and first responders and military and so many other, uh, countless other fields, and what they do is they help because people really are the best. Now, here's my point. My point is, yes, people are the worst, but people are the best. We're all complex. We're all complicated, but you can't get rid of people. You may want to, you may feel like it, but you can't get rid of people like we're, we're, we're everywhere. The bigger point here is this, that we need relationships. Write that down in your notes. We need relationships. We need people. Like, 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 we need, like today, you could be sitting here thinking like, man, I just, there's somebody, if I didn't need, man, I would just do this or do that to them. And you may want to, but the reality is we need people. Now, I realize that's an easy statement to say. But it's harder to live out because people and relationships of any kind, man, it's easy to get hurt. Let me ask a question of the room. Let's level the playing field by a show of hands. Who has ever been hurt in a relationship? All right. And if you're not raising your hands, it's coming. I love you, but it's on the way. Come on. Like the old preachers would used to say, like, everybody's in one of three categories. You either just came out of a storm, you're in a storm, or you're headed to a storm. So if you didn't raise your hand and you've never been hurt by somebody, it's coming. I got to say that with a smile on my face. It's on the way because that's just what it is. You just can't escape people. And, and, and being hurt in relationships is real. It happens. Have you ever been so hurt with somebody? Somebody hurt you so bad, you thought, I'll never trust them again. Have you ever opened your heart, exposed the real you, who you really are to somebody, a trusted individual and they betrayed you. Have you ever given someone chance after chance after chance after chance and only to be let down time after time after time? When this happens, it's easy to say, you know what, I don't need people. I can do this thing we call life by myself. I don't need anybody else. It's easy to get to that place, but I got to remind you, you need people. We need people. We need relationships. It's tough. It's, it's tough to live out. It's easier said than done not only because hurt is real in relationships, but also like we live in a society where a lot of times, I mean, we praise, we give adoration 
to people who go and get stuff done all by themselves, right? Like, like there's, there's slogans and sayings that we say in everyday, you know, conversation. Do it yourself. Get yours. Hustle hard. You do it. It's all on you. You know, we, we say these things. Let me kick it back several years ago. Uh, in 2007, there was a song, and it was called Independent. And the whole main, <laughs> the whole main part, somebody's already laughing. I don't like it. I've got to talk to this side. But the whole main point, the whole chorus of the song, he, this, this rapper spells out the word, word independent. And it goes something like this. I-N-D-E-P-E. You guys know it, man. <laughs> Let's pray. Can we pray? If you don't know it, you're really going to heaven. But the rest of us, we need help. But that, that song flew to the top of the charts because and it was all about being independent and you do you. Right? Like we live in a world where everyone, not everyone, but certain people are considered the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And they accumulate these individual awards and accolades. And, and we live in this sort of a world where we praise individual efforts. And while that's awesome, they didn't even get there on their own. Right? Like, like we praise that in society, but everybody needs somebody. We all need relationships and we all need community. Right? Jesus knew this. So in Luke chapter 10, he said, this chapter 10, verse 2. You can write it in your notes and, and read it later. But it says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them, what's this? Two by two, not by themselves, two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was to go. Even Jesus understood that as they were going to begin to spread the, the word and love of the kingdom of, of heaven and, and of Jesus, he sent them two by two so they could comfort one another, so they can live in harmony and unity, and they can learn what it is to man, like to, to need somebody to lean on. Jesus knew this. We were created for community, all of us. Nobody is an isolated individual or a one-man band man. And if you are, that's a dangerous place to live because we all need people. Matter of fact, let me say it just like this. God's dream, I'm talking about dream you, God's dream for you is that you thrive in relationships. This is God's dream for you and for me, that we need each other, that we thrive in relationships. This word thrive, it's that you, you develop, you grow very well. And, and so God's dream, I believe, for all of us is that you thrive in relationships because we need people. So today, here's what I've done. I brought just a, a few pairs of shoes from, uh, from my, my home, and, and I hope this will bring to life what, what I want to say. You know, shoes, you have different kinds, different types, um, and they do different things, right? They have different functions, different uh, purposes that you have shoes. And, and, and while this is a little silly, like a bigger, in a bigger, deeper, greater, higher way, so it is with relationships. All, all of us, there's different types of relationships that I believe that you need to have and if you'll have these in your life, you will accomplish God's dream for you and, and thrive in the area of relationships. Are you guys ready? You ready to go? Here's the first type. I'm going to give you just a few today and hope to encourage you along the way. The first one is you need a help you up relationship. You need this. You need a help you up relationship in your life. Now, Solomon was the wisest man to ever live. And Solomon writes a book called Ecclesiastes. If you're doing the one-year Bible, you're probably like, yeah, this is boring, I'm out. But, but Solomon writes this, and, and what he's trying to do is he's just, he's just trying to understand the human experience. And, and really the main point of it is this, that without God, everything in life, work and friendships and all these other things, they're meaningless without God. And in a world where, where there's so much we can't control, we can't understand, he writes this because what he wants to do is he wants the reader to understand that we're supposed to live the life that, that God has given us. And we're supposed to give him glory through it. Now, he gets to a part where he observes four, he observes uh, mankind in four different 
areas, and he, and he learns a few things from them. And now in one of the four areas, he says this, that two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. That's chapter 4, verse 9. Now, verse 10 says this. Remember, he says two are better than one. So if either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. What he's saying is that, man, like back in the day, the roads that were traveled, it was not uncommon for even the most experienced person, the person that knew all the roads. It wasn't uncommon, you know, for them to fall, to stumble, to get hurt along the way. And two were better than one because they could help each other up. And he said, man, this is, this is a good picture of friendship. And, and I'm just going to submit to you today for our understanding that we need somebody. We need people in our life. We need a, uh, relationships in our life that will help us up. We all need that. And this is, it's on the screen. For you. you need people in your life that will help you up. Here's the reality. We all need help. I don't care what you look like today. You all look beautiful, by the way. But even if you didn't, you are going to need help in this thing that we call life at some point in time. I don't care how much money you have, your 401K, your retirement. I don't care like, if you're a young student. I don't care if you're middle-aged. I don't care if you're in college. We all are going to need help because life will kick you around sometimes, and you're going to need somebody to help you out. My question here is, have you ever been to that place where life seemingly has kicked you in the teeth time? And time again. Have you ever been to the place where you don't want to eat, you don't want to sleep, you're depressed, you don't even want to get out of bed, you don't, you don't want to answer the phone? This can happen to any of us. Some of us may be living in that season right now and in that seat right now. We all need somebody in our life to help us up. This is so crucial that we all get this. This is a big deal. And so to illustrate this, I, I have these shoes here. Now, these shoes here are my, my outdoor shoes. And so you can kind of see, you're like, eh, why do you have dirty shoes on the, on the platform? This is a holy place. All right, I'm just trying to tell you this for the illustration, all right? So here's the deal. These shoes I, I use when I'm outside. Like they're, they're just, I'm not gonna go to the movies with them. They're my outside shoes. This is their purpose. This is their function. Now, the other day, my wife said, hey, can you come out and lift something heavy? These are the shoes that I put on. So I'm gonna just put these, whoa, I'm gonna fall first. And then... <laughs> that would have been on church fails later on Instagram. All right, anyway, so I'm going to put these on. Uh, but, but these shoes, that's, what they're, that's their, their, their function. You ready? I'm, I'm going to put these on. When I'm outside with my kids, these are the shoes that I'm putting on. When I'm playing basketball, my son, is, uh, his name is Nehemiah. He loves basketball. When I'm outside with him, these are the shoes I'm going to wear. When I'm playing with my daughter, her name is Noelle. She's in the dirt uh, outside. I'm putting these shoes on, all right? That's the, the function of these shoes. So I'm putting these on. Now you guys can see how I look. They look good. All right. They are dirty. They are nasty. But this is what I use them for. And in the same way that I have shoes for this, I think you need to have people in your life that are willing to get down in the dirt and help you up. All of us need somebody in life that will say, you know what, I'll put off the nice shoes I have and I'll get down to your level and I will help you up. All of us need somebody to get down in the dirt of life and say, man, it doesn't even matter what I have on my schedule. It doesn't matter if it's 3 a.m. It doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m. I am there for you. Do you have somebody like this in your life? We all need somebody that will just say, you know what, I'm there. They're not in it for their own benefit. They're just there to help you up. You may be in a tough situation and they just come in peace to help you out and to get you out of the situation that you are in. We all need a friend that would just help us up. Do you have a friend like that? Do you have a relationship like that? You need one. Somebody, this is their whole thing. They just exist 
to help you up. They don't care about the dirt. They don't care about the mess. I was talking a few weeks ago with one of our um, Access Youth students, her mom, and she was like, man, I'm trying to do everything I can to parent her well. I'm even telling her things like, listen, I'm here to get down in the dirty of life with you. And I thought that was such a perfect picture of what we need, that relationship that we need. I don't know who that is for you in your life, but we all need somebody to help us up. We all need somebody that says, you know what, you're not going out like this. There's more in you. I can't let you be like this. You're not going to be like this around me. I'm coming to you right now. You need somebody that will clear their schedule and help you up. Are you hearing me this morning? Everybody needs somebody like that. We need somebody. You may need a few people like that, but you need people that you can count on. Man, I can pick up the phone, and they're there for me, and they got my back, and they're helping me up. Here's the thing I love about Jesus. Jesus is that type of friend. So many of us have those, you know, what they're called BC days, those before Christ days. <laughs> and we know what we were doing before we came to Christ. Some of us were doing it last night. That's all right. It's all good. You made it here, and I'm glad you're here. But we all have that story, right? Even those of us that grew up in church, you may have strayed away, but I'm thankful that Jesus comes to us in our dirt, in our muck, in our mire, in our mess, and he helps us. Uh, can somebody say amen? amen? This is the type of God that we serve, that he gets down to. He's not afraid of our mess. He's not afraid of our dirt. He's not afraid of our mistakes, our shortcomings, our faults, our failures. None of that. He comes down and he says, I'm here. And this is what he did on the cross for you and for me. He gets down. He says, listen, I'm going to help you up. Forget what I have. My purpose in your life is to help you up. Somebody needs to have a friend simply that will help them up. Here's the second one, second type of friend that you need is this. You need someone that will build you up. Yeah, we all need helped up, absolutely. But listen, we need to be built up. This is a little different. It's a little different. So the Apostle Paul, he's on his second missionary journey, and he's writing to some believers in Thessalonica. In modern day, it's the second largest city in Greece, right behind Athens. Um, Thessalonica, Thessaloniki or whatever. Anyway, so it's there. It's, it's real. Just Google it. But um, <laughs> I practiced it all week, and I still can't get it. All right, don't matter. Um, so, but he's writing them, right? And there were some, 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 uh, some false teachings that, have in, that had infiltrated the church. And so he had to set the record straight on some things. There was some confusion about the second coming of Jesus and what that was going to be like and, and, and the order of some things. And so Paul had to write them concerning that. There was even some people that were struggling, and they, they were struggling. They were being uh, persecuted for their faith, and he wanted to encourage them in that. And, and really, he says this in, in 1 Thessalonians, that, like, that, man, even though Christ's coming back, the second coming is going to happen, we don't know when it's going to happen, even though that's going to happen, while you're here on earth, here's what I want you to do. I want you to build each other up. He says, we know that that's coming. That's going to be an awesome and a great day. That's going to be an amazing day. But for right now, here's what I want you to do. Build each other up. So 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says this, therefore, encourage. Everybody say encourage. Encourage one another. And what's this? Build one another up just as you're doing. The Apostle Paul says, you're already doing it. But what I want you to do is just continue that. Build each other up. So you need this in, in our life. You need people in your life that are going to build you up. It's great to have people that are going to help you up. Those are those ride or dies, right, that help you up. Those are those, those young people call them the day one friends. So before you had anything, before you had your status, before you had your stage of life, before you were who you are now, you need those people that are just going to help you up. You know, those are your, your, your in the trenches, your battle buddies. But now you need people that build you up. These people, here's what they do. They come in peace. It's like this. You can write this in your notes. They're like the feel-good friend, you know. 
They're like the feel-good person. It's like every time you see them, you're like, I just feel good. Like, just be, they, just, they give you those little butterflies. Maybe not like romantic butterflies, but like friendly butterflies. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, like you need those types of people in your life. And they, they, they come in peace. You know what I mean? They don't come to rock the boat. They're not coming to impress. They're just simply like with you in life, and they just encourage you. It's like they just know what to say at the right times. And, and man, you guys together, you just have a good time, and, and time can elapse, you know, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. But it's like when you see them or you talk to them, you just, you just feel good. You know what I mean? Like you need those people. We need the people in the trenches of life, but we need people to come along our journey not want anything from us. Everybody wants something. You know how that is. But they don't want nothing. What they want to do is they just want to build you up. Now, I have, uh, I have some shoes here. And these, these are like my build you up shoes. Because these ones, like, these, these, they're just all white. You know, they're basic. They're like, like waving the white flag of surrender and war. You know, it's like, I come in peace. Like, I don't want no problems, no trouble. And I wear these because, like, on the inside, they make my feet feel real good. So let me change into these real quick. But these, these are, I mean, they go with everything. I like that. You know, when you got a feel-good friend, you can take them anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you can go shopping together, see a movie together. You can go, it's just they feel good, all right? So I'm going to get these on. Just check them out. See how they look, family. They look good, right? You know what I'm saying? Just simple, clean. You know what I mean? Look at me. Ha, ha, ha. Right? And th- th- these shoes, that's how I wear. I just, I just, when I just want to feel good. They feel really good on my feet. And you need people like this, right? Like, in your life, they just, they just come in peace. They just come to build you up. They speak to the content of your character. They speak to who you really are. They speak to the real you down there that nobody else can see and, and in a way that's incredible. Can I give you three ways that you know you have a build you up friend? You ready? I'll, I'll say them slow so you can run it. Number one. A lot of laughter is shared. <laughs> you know you got to build you up type of person because there's a lot of laughter shared. The Bible says laughter is as good medicine. So, so they bring this good medicine to you. You could be sitting there and you could be, uh, you could be down and out, but, but man, you get around them, y'all just start laughing. You start laughing until you drool. You start laughing until you're, I don't know if you guys do that. I do that sometimes, but you start laughing. The sides, your sides hurt. Like, you need people like that. This is the, that's, the, that's the one way you know, okay, this is a build-me-up friend. This is a build-me-up relationship. It's a little bit different than the help-me-up, but it's, it's there. It's needed. It's necessary. We all need people like that. And these are the, that, that's it. That's number one. Number two is this. Genuine compliments are given. So there's a lot of laughter, but there's some genuine compliments that are, that are given. You know, there's certain people that you meet and it's like they're always trying to hype you up or they're always trying to get you excited. They're always, you know, and it's like, is this real? Is this not real? It's like you've been hitting the gym for like a few months and then you see them and they're like, yo, you look good. And you're like, okay, yeah, thanks. Like, no, for real, man, you look good. Or if it's like a girl, you've been losing weight. Your girlfriend like, hey, you look so good. You've been losing weight. Okay, all this stuff. And sometimes you're like, yo, is this real? But like the, the person that's like a, a build you up person, it's like they say specific stuff to you and you're like, Wow, they actually notice. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not fake. It's not just, hey, man, how are you? And in their head, they're like, yeah, I don't want to be in this conversation. It's not like that. The build you up people, they actually see you. They actually acknowledge things. And so there's genuine compliments that are given. Here's the third way that you know you have a build you up type of relationship. Man, it's when you walk away and you have a new confidence about yourself. It's like you can meet with them, you can be with them, and you're, you're low, man. You're, you're not feeling good. You're, you're just kind of low, lower than you'd like to be. But after time with them, it's like, man, I just feel better about myself. 
You know, it's like, I feel like whatever I was going through, I can now make it. I can do this. I can, I can, I can face whatever I'm facing now because I've been with them. They've know, they know how to build me up. And this is an incredible place to be. We all need people in our life that simply come in peace to build us up. I wonder if you have a friend like that in your life. I wonder if you have somebody in your life that just comes to, but it's almost as if God just sends them like at the right time. It's like that text just comes in at the right time. It's like that phone call comes in at the right time. That conversation happens at the right time and you just walk away. You're like, man, we laughed. Man, they gave me compliments. They really actually see me and now I'm walking away better and having spent time with them. We all need this in our life. Here's another one that you need in your life. You need a grow you up relationship. <laughs> you need a, a grow you up type of relationship. This is a good one. We all need this one. Proverbs. I love the book of Proverbs. There's one a day and if you read it, you can read it through in a whole month and it's incredible. Just filled with these sayings, these wise sayings, these truths and principles to live by. And it's here where we find in Proverbs 27, 17. It says, as iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. Now, here's the deal. I love the Bible because I love, and we can leave this here. I love short, snappy verses like this because it's just like, okay, I feel like I don't need a lot of resources to help me out understand this and internalize this and then go forth with my day and, and apply it to my life. And I love verses like this. The problem with verses like this is as you think about it, you're like, hold up. Iron sharpens iron. What's this process like? I'll tell you what this process is like. I went to a Brazilian steakhouse one time, and this guy came out with this big old knife, just started swiping it on this thing, just getting it all sharp. And I, this verse came to my mind because this is how iron gets sharpened. It gets, there's friction. There's striking. There's some sparks sometimes that, that flow. So in our life, in a greater, deeper, higher way, you need somebody in your life that sharpens you. That sometimes when you're around them, there's a little bit of friction, a little bit of tension. Now, they're not seeking to, to harm you, but there's some, some sparks fly. There's the tension in the text is this. This sounds great. Like, oh, yeah, one man can sharpen another, but this only happens when there's just a little bit of sharpening. Does this make sense to you? There's a little bit of friction. There's a little bit of, there's something there that causes the byproduct to be good, but you got to go through some stuff. So this is, this is interesting. Here's the question I have for you. Out of all your relationships, do you have anybody like this? You know, in your life, when you get together with them, sparks fly. Maybe not physically. Maybe not you're at each other's throat. Uh, but, but there's some friction there. There's some, there's some tension there. There's some, there's some striking there. They, you leave feeling better, but sometimes you feel worse before you feel better. Does this make sense? Like sometimes you meet with somebody and you're like, man, like they're awesome, but man, they said some things that hurt me. This is what this person is for. I know we want to feel like life is all lovey-dovey and everything is good and all of that, but you need some people around you to challenge you. Somebody that can't be challenged, man, you're in a dangerous place, and so we all need this type of relationship in our life because that's how iron gets sharpened. There's some friction and some tension and some striking there. And they're never to harm you. They're just trying to help you. There's a saying that I learned a long time ago talks about speaking the truth in love. If you speak all truth and no love, then people blow up. You ever been like that? 
You ever been with somebody, it's like, they said a bunch of true stuff, but it was like the way they said it just ticked you off. Anybody else like me? Like for me, I'm like, you can say pretty much whatever you need to say, but it's just the way you say it. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that if I'm just real, that, that's with my wife. I'm like, yo, 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 just be nice. I agree with what you're saying, but just the tone that you're saying it is a little rough. So when people speak all truth, no love, people blow up. If you speak all love and no truth, people puff up. You, if you give it to somebody, the, the real, hey, how, how am I doing? How, what man, how are you feeling like I'm doing in life and blah, blah, blah. You guys are talking. And if it's only good stuff, people puff up and they think they're bigger than what they really are. And it gives way to pride and other sorts of things. But speaking the truth and love causes people to grow up. So if you want to grow up, you're going to need the truth in love. Jesus was a master at this sort of thing. He always said hurtful things to people. Well, maybe not always, but the people that needed it, he said hurtful things. But check it out. Jesus never harmed anybody. Does this make sense? Jesus knew how to communicate in such a way that, yeah, maybe he stepped on your toes, but when you thought about it, you're like, yeah, I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to love my enemies, but you're right. That is the way of, of our Lord. That, that, that is the right way. Jesus was masterful at this, and, and the people in your life that you need they will be really good at this. Here's the point, that you need people in your life that are going to grow you up. They're going to challenge you. You need people in your life that are going to challenge you. You've got to have people in, the, in your life that just say, man, I've got to challenge you on this. And it's not to hurt you, but it's to help grow you up. Does this make sense? This is tricky, though, because we get in, into relationships um, and we have problems because we don't know where to put certain people. So this one's the tricky one because here's the deal. Sometimes we got people that have a voice to an area of our life that don't really need to have that voice. So we get people that are like saying stuff that's like sensitive, but it's like, I got to reassign them to a different seat in my life, okay? Like I need to get them to another place because they really don't need to be there. So let me say it like this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm genuine with everybody, but I'm only transparent with people that I trust. Check it out. I'm, I'm genuine and authentic with everybody, but I'm really only transparent with people that I trust. Because it just, some people just don't need to be this type of friend. Like, some people just feel like they have to have a voice to everything that you're doing, everything that you're saying. Some people just want to butt in and kick down the front door of your life and just, hey, I'm here, and here's what you need to do, and that's not going to happen. So we have to make the decision to say, you know what, I'll be genuine and authentic with everybody, but I'm only going to be transparent with people that I trust. Another way to say it is, my love for everybody is freely given, but entrance is earned. Entrance into my life, entrance into what? My thoughts, my feelings, my desires, my worries, my, my concerns, all of these things, you have to gain entrance to that place in my life. That's earned, right? Over time, that is earned. Sometimes I feel like we think everybody just has to have a voice and just walk into our life. That's not true. We gotta put people where they belong in our life and appreciate what they bring to us. Does this make sense to anybody today? That you need to have these types of relationships in operation in your life. You, you, you got to have people that know you. You got to have people that know you. They, they K-N-O-W. They know who you are. Because if somebody's going to challenge you, they got to know who you are, right? You got to have people that know you. I think there's a slide in there for it. So somebody's got to know your stuff. Somebody. And this is good. We all need this. Somebody's got to know you. 
You can't live your life all the time walled off. And I get it. There's good reasons sometimes for that. But at the same time, we have to have let people, somebody's got to be let in. Because guess what? People are the worst. They're the best. But you can't escape it. And I think God, when he looks at us down from heaven, he sees us in community. We were created for community. So you've got to have people that know you. But check this out. You need to have people that know you. And oh, you got to have people that challenge you that say, nah, you can't do that. Man, I think that's a cool idea, but nah. Man, I know that your wife is annoying you, but you can't say that to her. You got to have people in your life that know you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you got to have people that say, nah. You got to have people that say, hey, there's a better way. And they speak the truth in love, but they know you, and they've gained entrance into your life that's been earned, and so now they know you. They can say, no, that's not good for you. Yes, this is good for you. No, that's not good for you. You got to have people like that. And when we don't have people like that, we're in a dangerous position. You have to have that. But the right person, you can trust them. A sincere friend, a sincere person, you can actually trust them. Check out what Proverbs says. It says this. It says that wounds from a, a sincere friend, they're better than many kisses from an enemy. Now, I think we can all agree that kisses are better than wounds. Can we agree on that today? Oh, I was just checking. <laughs> Kisses are better than wounds. We could all agree to that until you figure out where they're coming from. This is what Proverbs would say, that wounds from a sincere friend are better. So you can trust the wounds of a friend. They may wound you, but they're not trying to harm you. Does this make sense? They're not trying to hurt you, trying to help you. And they may say some hurtful things, but it's never to harm you. So wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. In other words, I don't want all the flowery stuff. I need people in my life that are going to help me out. I need people in my life that are going to challenge me. I, I have a third pair of shoes here. I need some new ones, but these are my basketball shoes, some old LeBrons. And so I, I, I love these shoes. They still feel good. I only wear them when I'm, when I'm getting on the court. They've lasted a long time because I take good, good care of them. But I know that every single time I play basketball, I love playing basketball, every single time I play basketball. When I put these on, I know this. I'm going to challenge somebody. So I'm, my position that I play, like when I play, is, is, is the point guard. It's the guy that has the ball, and he dribbles down, calls the play, tells people what to do, and, and all of that good stuff. But I know I'm going to challenge people. When I put these shoes on, I already know. I just understand. I'm going to tell somebody, hey, man, you need to be here. Hey, man, what are you doing? You need, you need to be over here. Hey, man, look up. Pass it to me. I'm open. Hey, man, no twos allowed. No threes allowed. We're about to lose. Everybody, you understand what's going on? So I know I'm going to challenge people. But here's the deal. I know that I'm going to be challenged as well. Like when I put these shoes on, I know somebody's going to challenge me. Somebody's going to say, hey, Isaiah, what are you doing? Hey, Isaiah, your mama's ugly. Hey, Isaiah, you're lazy. Like, hey, Isaiah, come on. Like, look up. I'm open, Isaiah. Pass me the ball. Like, this is going to happen, right? Like, nobody says that. If they do that, man, I'm swinging on them. But anyway, <laughs> laughter is good medicine today. For real, if you're going to be God's dream, if you're going to live out God's dream to thrive in relationship, you've got to have people that are just going to challenge you a little bit. So here's my challenge for us today. Here's, here's, here's what I want us all to do. Think right now. Take inventory of your life. Who do you have in your life that's in any one of these categories? Who do you have in your life that you say, you know what, if I think about somebody that can help me up, somebody when I'm in dark, deep, dark place and I'm struggling, I feel like giving up, who do I have in that place that can help me? Who's in my life that can build me up? It's like every time I'm with them, they just... Man, 
something just feels good. They're just that, that feel-good person. Who is that in my life? Who is in my life that has the ultimate say-so and they can know me and they can know me? They can challenge me. Who is that in my life? Who is that? That's part one of the challenge. Part two is, who do you need to be for somebody? Recognize that for, other, for certain people, it may just look a little bit different. You know, and so, 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 so who do I need to be? We see this in the ministry. I don't even have time for all this, but, but in the Bible, we see this in the ministry of Jesus all the time. To some people, he's just, he's down on their level. To some people, with a word, he heals them. You know, so, so, we, so you have to figure, who, who do I need to be for the people in my life? And ask the Lord, hey, would you help me discern who that needs to be? And then give me the boldness and the courage to actually be that person. Who do I need to be? Can I give you a solid next step that we all can take? Join or lead an access group. One of the four things that we do here at Access Church are our access groups. And that's where we get out of these roles. We get into circles. We live life, do life with people that are like us, same likes, same dislikes, things like that. And that's where this really comes to play. This is when we start living God's dream for us to thrive in relationships because now we can find people that we can help up. You may be able to help somebody in that group. And that's incredible. You may have the answers that they need. Moreover, somebody may have the answers that you need. So get and join a group. Today they're going live, I believe. And so um, it's going to be incredible. Who, who do you need to build up in these groups? Who do you need to challenge? Maybe there'll be some moments of that, some friction, but it's going to be good. It's for everyone's good so that we can all be sharp. Join a leader access group, access.tv slash groups. If you're feeling like, man, I, I'd like to lead a group. I don't even know if I'm allowed to do this, but you need to write us a message and like tell us so we can help you in this process because this is God's dream for us that we thrive in relationships. I think when God looks from heaven down on us, he doesn't see us alone, but he sees us in community. He created us for community. Can I flash back to the beginning of the Bible? The first thing God says, not good for man to be alone. If God wanted man to just be by himself, then he would have let that happen, but he didn't. He created all of us for community. Healing can happen in groups. Healing can happen in groups when you get with people that are like you. You get with people that you do life with. I love this when you study the ministry of Jesus. It happens, but it's kind of rare that just a single person comes up and they need something from Jesus and he heals them. Many times it's, hey, master, hey, rabbi, hey, teacher, can you heal my? Hey, I have a relationship with somebody else. Can you come over and heal my? this or that. We have a story of friends that literally lowered their friend down through a roof. They said, man, this is our friend. He needs help, and we're going to take him to Jesus. Can I tell you, the best friend is somebody that introduces your friends, your relationships to the best friend there ever was, and that's Jesus. Come on. We see this all over. It's very rare that somebody just by themselves. It's always with relationship. Jesus, can you do this? And all of us, all of us, all of us, we need that in our life. Can I tell you the last relationship that is the best? It is the relationship with Jesus. Because he's the perfect friend that wraps all of these together. Jesus knows how to get down in the muck and mire of your life, the mess of your life, and help you up. He knows through his word, and he's written his word for you to help build you up. And he knows what to do to challenge you. <laughs> Sometimes he sends somebody your way to just sharpen those edges. Jesus is the best friend that there ever was. The Bible says this, last one, here it is in Proverbs. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. I don't know when soon is, but, but it's, it's on the way, it's happening. But there's a friend who sticks closer 
than a brother. People will fail you, but Jesus won't. People will fall short in their relationships. They'll, they'll leave you short of expectations, but Jesus won't. He will stick to you because he loves you. That's the best relationship that you could have. And when we have these people in our life, we're living God's dream to thrive in the area of relationships. All over the room, let's bow our heads and let's pray. Jesus, we love you. For the person that needs somebody right now, they're in a deep, dark, desolate place. They need somebody to help them up right now by your presence. Would you be there? Would you send somebody this week to help that person up today that hears my voice, that knows where they're at. They just need help up. Jesus, for the person that's low, today they don't have joy. They don't even have happiness. Their outlook on life is not where they'd like it to be. Would you help them? Would you build them up? Would you send somebody their way this week? to help them up. Lord, for those of us that are living in the fast lane, send somebody to challenge us, to know us and to know us, to challenge us. This is our earnest prayer today, that we would live out your dream. We want to live in community. You created us for that. So this is our earnest prayer today.